0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Project MedTech. I'm your host, Dwayne Mancini. As always, if you need anything from the podcast or would like to suggest a future guest, please email us at info at projectmedtech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. And you can always visit our website, www.projectmedtech.com, or follow us on LinkedIn. My guest today is Krista Moon with Ascend Business Growth. In this episode, Krista and I discuss marketing challenges that will hinder growth, why it is important to do an audit of your marketing strategy, five common challenges, and more. So without further ado, my discussion with Krista Moon. Awesome. Krista, thanks for joining me on the podcast today.
1: Hey, nice to have, or nice to have me. Thanks for having me. I really <laughs> appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Um, so before we get started, um, maybe just give the listeners a brief intro into to who you are and what you do.
1: Sure. Thanks. So my name is Krista Moon and I'm the president of Ascend Business Growth and we are a growth agency And we help align sales and marketing teams so that their online presence builds a following and they can generate leads, get more sales meetings, and then also, of course, close more deals. But we focus on using HubSpot sales and marketing technology as as our all-in-one tool that we use to do our marketing activities. And then we provide the services to use the tool and to get the sales and marketing results that people are looking
0: for awesome um and obviously this is a well-timed episode considering i think everyone's there was there was always a slow transition towards uh your digital footprint um and i think that uh covid probably escalated that for a lot of companies considering yeah. there wasn't as much in-person um uh meetings and, and and events and and networking um things that you can you can attend did did you see an uptick in in business when when COVID hit?
1: Well, it is really interesting because when I look at the numbers and it's so interesting, but all for across all of our clients, organic search went up a lot mm-hmm. during the first part of last year 2020. So it's something happened because mm-hmm. all of a sudden all of our organic research or traffic went up a lot. And then uh, one of my clients, most of their Um, Lead generation was done through events and that came to a screeching halt. But what they found is they were getting better results from the virtual webinars. Okay. More um, engagements and things like that.
0: Cool. So yes,
1: people were definitely moving away from the in-person and doing more digital. And then for whatever reason, a lot more people are online searching for um, business related information.
0: Just my anecdotal. Okay, date. awesome. So um, to let the listeners know, we are going to be doing a three-part series. So this is the first of three um, where we cover uh, uh, digital marketing and, and, and those kind of topics. Um, the first one we're going to talk about today is um, medtech marketing strategies that, that challenge or hinder growth. Right, Mm -hmm. so um, I'll I'll set the stage there and 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 kind of let you go from there. So, you know, there's I think you had mentioned there were five common marketing you know strategy challenges that that will hinder growth. Let's start there. You want to give an intro to those?
1: Yeah. So the five that I think can really hold people back are um, technology. So I call it technology trauma.
0: Okay.
1: Um, Skills. So I say skill superficiality,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and so then you have the right team in place. And then data, data disaster. So you can't really do sales and marketing if you don't have good data. And then process prejudice, especially when it comes to CRM. Uh, A lot of salespeople give pushback on using those types of tools. Or maybe you don't have good processes in place that are efficient and, and hit all the boxes. And then the, the fifth one uh, for me is content confusion, where there's a misalignment between the marketing content that's being produced and the and the content that salespeople actually need to close deals. So those are okay. the five that um, stand out to me the most that can be challenges for companies trying to grow.
0: Okay, so let's let's talk about why this is important for a med tech company, right? Because I think a lot of times med tech companies, especially startups, the perception is, um, well, I have a cool new product, so it'll sell itself, right? And, And in some cases, depending on what kind of product you have, I mean, that that could be the case. If you are an absolute market disruptor, you will move product regardless of how effective your sales strategy is. However, that is not true for 90% of products. Most products are, at least in the US, a 510K. So they are, they are by definition, a me too product. Um, they are trying to prove substantial equivalency to another one, Um so their commercialization, sales, marketing strategy is extremely important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you think about what a lot of companies are up against, they're up against maybe a company like Medtronic, Boston right. Scientific, Johnson & Johnson. Maybe they have you know, a product out there, control the market. Their sales forces are huge. Um, they also have great partnerships. I mean, they, they have a lot of established relationships there. So for a startup who's coming in, who has a product that is maybe marginally better, you better have a really good sales force and a very good, you know, commercialization strategy and marketing strategy. Right. Um, so, what is that kind of? I, I guess maybe could we start with the first one and, and kind of dive into technology and describe a little more about what you mean there?
1: Yeah, sure, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. when you start a business, right, you you have a website would be the mm-hmm. first thing that you want to create, right? Because you have your physical store if you have a physical space, but usually the online presence is you get more traffic to it, right? It's your place of business in the digital world. So you need a website and then you're going to want to collect leads, right? You want to get, you got to talk to people. So you need to have some names. So where do you put those names? And then you might want to do some emailing to them or some sales communication to them. So you need to store those names somewhere and have technology that allows you to do those things. Then you might want to do some social media posts or some blogging you might want to have some forms on your website. You're going to want to look at analytics There's So there's all, you want to do automations like um, automated emailing to streamline your sales process. So there's all these different functions that you want to do as part of your um, process. And you can either have, you know, the, the technology that you choose is so essential to your effectiveness. So you can have five tools and have five vendors and learn five different tools and training and Mm -hmm. billing, if you want, and then trying to figure out how to integrate all those tools together. Or you can find tools that have more functionality all in one. Mm -hmm. So um, startups, what they typically do, oh, I need a website and they just hire their cousin or somebody down the street, their friend that they know to do a website. And then they wanna grow and they're wondering why things are so slow or they wanna add email marketing and now they have to spend so much time trying to figure out how do I get my leads from my website into my email marketing tool? Mm-hmm. So getting this straight out of the gate, getting the right tools and how they're gonna interact with each other out of the gate, I think is just essential.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's talk about uh, the website a little bit too, cause a lot of companies in med tech, they'll try to fly underneath the radar. So they might not have a website. Um, and their website might serve two purposes at the beginning right like one is to create awareness about their product that maybe is not yet approved and the other and and when awareness to potential buyers right mm-hmm. seller you know who they're going to sell it to but then also to attract like hey if an investors out there and says hey I hear this person you know I go there so um yeah, the website is really, really important. And mm-hmm. I think it is a it is an aspect that a lot of startups overlook. And you'll go there and you'll see this website and you're like, wow, this is not good, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, starting it from the beginning, um, maybe they don't need the functionality of an actual CRM at the very beginning. Um or could afford to pay for it, but that's always things they can add on later on. Correct. And, and, and if it's the processes can already be developed and designed, is that, is that kind of what you're saying?
1: A little bit um, with, with the website and I hear this, well, we're just a startup and we don't, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, you want investors, right. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And they're going to come to your website and they're going to decide whether or not to work with you, depending on how they feel when they come into your, your virtual presence. So, I think like out of the gate, having a strong website, but th- there's one piece of the puzzle with the website, I think is a huge miss. And if you don't focus on your search engine optimization, you just have a brochure online, and then the only people that are ever going to come and see it are people that you directly send there. Mm-hmm. And SEO takes a lot of time to build up authority sure. for those different words and phrases. So, as soon as you have a business idea and as soon as you know what you're going after, look up your keywords and start creating website pages that are optimized for those so that you can build that up so that when you have your product ready to go, you already have content and can start to rank for those terms because otherwise you're not going to. And then people come to your website and it's just kind of flat because you're not focusing on the words and phrases that are interesting to them. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that's the whole website piece. And then with the, there's, there are tools out there like HubSpot that have for 50 bucks a month, you get the website, you get a CRM, you get a blog, you get the analytics, you get so much because they just want to get you in there, right? There's mm-hmm. limited functionality, but for a startup, it's great because you have the mm-hmm. tool and it's all right there. And then you can grow into it as you need the different things. But if you're going to have a website and you're going to start to talk to people, you should absolutely have a CRM because otherwise you're going to you're going to have a spreadsheet mm-hmm. and you're going to have people coming into your website and you still have to figure out how do I communicate with those? So a tool that has the website built right in, boom, you you don't even have to do anything. It's just all right there. So it's just a matter of setting it up so that you can use it.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, and then the second one you had mentioned was skills, right? So. Yes. The skills. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: So what happens a lot of times is the cust the company will have, um, the person over here doing the website and then they'll hi- have a marketer over here, maybe doing some social media posts yep. and then they'll hire um, a writer over here to create maybe a blog post or something or some, and then, but none of these people are coordinating together or, so you need to have one person that's able to pull all of your resources together. And, and if you hire just one person, going to hire a marketer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a marketer is only one person. You need someone that understands website development, social media, lead generation, CRM, analytics. And like, you're never going to find one person that is really skilled in all of those things. I'm, I'm skilled in a lot of things, but I'm not skilled in everything. And if you ask me to do website development, I'm be like, I can tell you what you should put on your website and the keywords and the content and some images and some design. But if you ask me to develop a custom thing, I have to outsource that or have my developer that I have in-house do it. So mm-hmm. you just need to make sure that you have either one person that is really skilled at pulling together resources and aligning them all towards the same goal um, or how you're internally and have all the people on your team. And mm-hmm. that can be really expensive. So that's why I like sometimes outsourcing is, is a good start for out um, smaller companies because they don't have to hire five yeah. different people. They can just hire one team for the price of one person, but get the skills they need, but they don't maybe don't need a full-time developer. They just need that a few hours a month. Sure. So that's, that's where you need to make sure with your skills that the people you have on your team understand enough to be able to do all the different roles effectively.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what about, uh, Um, well, so first of all, just to comment on the, the skills portion and outsourcing, I mean, it makes a lot of sense, right? Especially for a startup, they just have different priorities, especially in med tech. Um, you know, it, it, it's, you're raising a finite amount of money, you got to keep your burn rate down. This might be one of those things where it, it falls to, 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 to a lot of outsourcing and that's okay. Um, Okay, what about data? Um, this this is probably like the biggest one for me that uh, was, was is the biggest eye opener the first time we talked, right? Even about Project Medtech's uh, digital footprint, right? And you talk about data and and what you're capturing and so so maybe talk a little bit about that cuz I think mm-hmm. this is pretty novel for or pretty new for people.
1: Right. Yeah, it's definitely the one thing that we're selling the most right now
0: mm-hmm. okay. is
1: getting people set up on a CRM. Mm -hmm. because you start a business and you have your Outlook or your Gmail and you have your little spreadsheet of the people you want to contact. But eventually that's going to become unwieldy. Mm -hmm. So how do I take all these people I'm trying to contact and put them in a CRM? And then how do I use them in the CRM? So with any technology, there's a learning curve and you have to take time to set it up and figure out how it's going to work for you. So, um, but you need to start with a clean slate with your data. So the first thing we always do with co- uh, clients is an evaluation of your data. Like the one I'm talking to today, they have um, nine lists, right? And each of these nine lists, there's one field calls it company. The other field calls it school, right? And I can't, when I import, I have to match everything up. So yeah. there's some data cleaning that has to happen. You have to make sure the fields match. You got to make sure that if you want to do good marketing, the first letter of the first name is capitalized. Um, the email addresses got to validate. So there's all this data work you want to do to make sure you have clean data and you got to get it into the system. And then once it's in there, you have to figure out how to use it. So we, you know, having a, a system and a process in place for all that is so critical at the beginning. Cause then boom, you're ready to go. You can start to sell. You can start to market. Yep. If you wait till uh, everything's a mess, then it's going to take two times as long to clean it all and get the process in place. So starting off out of the gate is so important. I think.
0: Yes. Yes. I will tell you this too, just from being in business development and sales. Um, the more, the, the larger you get as a company, obviously it will be um, more difficult to manage um however if it does get out of hand um you and you really do want to fix it you will waste a lot of money because lot. time is money right it's 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 t- time people have this correlation it's like oh i'll just waste time their time is money, right? Like the more time you waste doing something else, you're not doing it. You're not committing it somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, to a place mm-hmm. where you maybe need it. So mm-hmm. I totally agree. This has been something, even at Project MedTech that we focused on heavily is making sure the data that goes into our CRM is good data. It, like spend the time. It, it's not something, you know, it's very easy if I'm in a rush at the end of the day, someone an email. I got to add them in. It, you know it, it could be annoying, then save it for the next day because you, you need to just enter in that data correctly um, because it will get out of hand and 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 screw things up later on. So yeah, we've um, seen it.
1: It, it, it. it is a pain. It's a huge mm-hmm. pain to sit there and have to check and make sure that you have all the data in there. But man, I'm telling you, if you it takes 30 seconds to do it, an annoying 30 seconds maybe, but mm-hmm. if you don't, it's going to take you three or maybe 30 hours later yeah, to try to go back and figure out who is this prospect? Should I be contacting them again? What mm-hmm. happened last time? Should they be on my email list? Um, it's just terrible. It's really terrible. So having a process and taking a couple extra seconds, even if it's annoying, to do it first the first time, you're going to have a lot better return on your investment. That is for
0: sure. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Um, the fourth one, I was jotting these down. What was it? Process what?
1: Process prejudice.
0: That's it. Process prejudice. <laughs> okay. So explain this.
1: Well, just like you were saying, that's yeah. exactly what we were just talking about. Okay. Salespeople are busy and they just want to sell and they just want to talk to people and, and entering that data into the system. They don't understand why they need to, because mm-hmm. they don't understand the full vision of, the data rolling up to leadership for forecasting and the reporting to make sure that we're meeting, And even for marketing, to make sure like we're bringing you the right leads Mm -hmm. that are converting. Like it's annoying to salespeople because they don't see the direct correlation between I need to mark this contact in a specific way, but how does that benefit me? So Mm -hmm. they don't want to do it. So really educating everyone. And then also even just in terms of marketing, um, we have a spreadsheet that we do for our blog process because there's so many different little details and little things you have to do. If you don't have a spreadsheet or some kind of checklist, you're going to forget. And I've been doing this for over 10 years now. And I still forget to mark this little thing, checkbox I have to mark Mm -hmm. so Google can read our page or whatever it is. So having those processes in place where, and then if you bring someone new in, this is the other thing too bring a new salesperson in, you bring a new marketer in, how much time do you want to spend teaching them how to do everything? Mm -hmm. Let's get it all documented. Let's have it in a guide, bring someone on. It's all right there, ready to go. So for onboarding and for um, effectiveness and productivity and return on investment, you know, I'm kind of a process geek.
0: Yeah, that's, (laughs) that is, that is okay. I can tell you from, again, previous jobs, not saying which ones are which but previous <laughs> jobs if if processes are broken um you will waste a lot of time um you <laughs> you waste a lot of time uh doing things not that are not related to selling I know. And, and that wow. is That is not what you are brought in to do as a sales or a marketer. Um, So, so anyways, I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, Mm -hmm. Five was content confusion. Um, I think Mm -hmm. it's pretty self-explanatory, but let's dive a little bit deeper. Sure. Yeah.
1: Well, it might not be as self-explanatory as you think, because it's a huge Mm -hmm. problem for a lot of companies, especially for med tech startups or any startup because they go on and they They go on, they have news on their blog, right? They're going to talk about Mm -hmm. their little press releases that they put out about their new products or whatever. But they're not um, doing SEO, which we talked about earlier. Or Mm -hmm. when a salesperson is going to contact someone, they have in any business, you have your trigger event. So why is this person even considering a change? And then what would be the roadblocks for them to make that change? And then what objections would they have to overcome to be able to move forward? So those are the articles that need to be created on your website. Not like a new product release. Yeah, great, fine. Little press releases It's fine. But that shouldn't be the core. So when I say content confusion, I mean that we need to align the content. The marketing team is spending time creating. And that leaders in the business that are spending time putting their brain on Mm-hmm. We want that to completely translate into what a salesperson can send a prospect that says, well, I'm interested, but I don't, I'm, I'm concerned about this. Well, Hey, Mr. Prospect, I understand you, you tell them verbally, and then you hang up the phone and you go to the blog and you send them the article that reinforces a position you just said on the phone. So I'm a huge believer that any content that is created is a sales library should be geared. The marketing team works with the salespeople create content for them that they use. And if you do that, you're going to be killing, I don't like to say kill two birds with one stone, but you're going to be accomplishing two things with one initiative and you're going to get much better return on your investment.
0: Okay, awesome. Now, I appreciate that. that It was not as (laughs) self-explanatory as as I thought. So I appreciate that. Um, Okay, one of the other things I wanted to talk about today so we, we identified these five common marketing strategies. We, we kind of walk, we, we walked through each individual one, right. Mm-hmm. But then one of the other uh, things you had included and, and you actually walked through with project MedTech was, you know, how do you address these at a high level, right? We've kind of talked about each one individually, but there was a process we walked through and, um, that I'd like you to kind of discuss with the, the audience as well. Um, can we walk through those five steps, I guess, and, 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 and talk about maybe that's how you can address these common challenges at a high level for each one. Do
1: You maybe. have to refresh me the five steps.
0: Yeah, it was, it was, it was, what is this about? Right. So it's identifying oh. the challenge. Why do I care? How do I fix it? when, and what's next. Right. And at a high level, right. We've talked about these five individual problems, but what about just like digital marketing oh. in general? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well we,
1: what I'd recommend for anyone to do is to start off, you know, thinking about each one of these five things and do an audit. Mm-hmm. And if okay. you want to hire or have someone do it, you know, that is outside but, your world, you know, it's nice yeah. to have a fresh set of eyes. I think, um, and just go through each one. What are we using for technology? Write it all down. How does mm-hmm. it integrate? Who are the people on our team? What are their skill sets? Write it down. What are their roles and responsibilities? Where are the gaps? Yeah. Um, the data, what data, you know, just go through the whole audit. What are we doing with our data? What's good or bad about it, the processes right. and the kind of content you're creating. You do an audit and figure out where are the biggest gaps and then what are your challenges that your your goals what are you really trying to achieve in the next three six Mm -hmm. nine twelve months and you might not be able to address all of these things in the way that you want in the short term but let's prioritize and then just start hitting on them and making a plan to work yeah
0: yeah i i think it's worth it to do an audit right this is the point i was i was getting at was um and and it's tough unless you're like a marketing expert or an expert, especially in digital marketing, you probably should have someone help you with this task, I think. So um, (laughs) it's tough to do an audit on a space. Like you don't know what you don't know. Um, Yeah, that'd
1: be like asking me to do a financial audit. Yeah. For someone. I'd be like, yeah, I can look at your numbers and right. I know a little bit about accounting because I own a business, but like, right, I am definitely not qualified to do an audit on your financials, but I do marketing every day and sales every day and I research this stuff every day. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: hiring, I'm not saying you have to hire me or anything, but hiring or getting someone that is yeah. outside your world, but knows the space, I think could add a lot of value to anybody's right. thought process.
0: Yeah, well, and I think the five things we talked about today, right, like that, those are, that's part of that process of that audit, right? I mean, um, going through and addressing those areas on top of others mm-hmm. um, are 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 important for a company to know. And I think the problem is, is you know, it's like, like I said, I we've we've had this discussion with Ascend already for Project MedTech, and some of the data points were it was like, well, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. So how can I capture the right data if I don't even know what to capture, right? So right. Um, I, I I, think for me, and there's there are people out there who know, I'm not saying I know everything about digital marketing technology or, or digital marketing. I mean, I, I, can, like, I think I know a little bit about it and there was a lot that I did not know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think it's important for people to understand this and Especially as a startup, um, you have to have a good digital footprint, um, especially now. But but even before COVID, right? Like so much of this is virtual. You're mm-hmm. not a, most of these companies are not a wholesale name. People don't know who you are. Right. So when they do come across you, um, it, it better leave a really good first impression. Um, oh, yeah. So, okay. Awesome. I, I think... That covers this first topic. Is there anything else we missed or that I missed and I didn't, I didn't ask about, I, I think this was, this was it. we wanted to kind of mm-hmm. talk about these five common uh, challenges and then the outline of how to address them. And, and we've done that for each individual one. We summarized at the end. Yeah. Anything else we're missing? If not, I'm going to introduce the second topic for sure. that. That will record that that'll be the second, the part two.
1: I don't think so. Just as a wrap, I think that if you can just think about each one of these five things in your business as as you're starting off and really focus on them, you're going to come out of the game way ahead of it. Mm -hmm. When you're ready to launch, when you're ready to go to market, you're just going to be way far ahead of the curve and have a much more successful launch. So Mm -hmm. people, I don't, I'm not worried about this now. We're just starting off think about it now. I can't stress oh, that enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially we call it the, I, I don't know, other people call it as well, but, but, but I've, I've said it multiple times. Um, everybody has to get ready for the valley of death, which is I got approval from yeah. whatever regulatory, body I want right. now I got to sell this thing. Right? right. Um, and move products. So, um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, um, oh my gosh, Devin Campbell. He, he's, he was our, our first three-part series, right? Um, he brought up, he said, you know, when you, he ran, um, not the rim, um, he did some race to Grand Canyon. It was like a marathon where he went either went up and down, rim to rim, whatever it was. Um, mm-hmm. And he said, you know, you don't get to the top of the Grand Canyon and go, well, hopefully I can do it. You prepare for it, right? <laughs> right. Just, same thing with commercialization. Yes. yes. You've got to prepare for yes, it. Yes. And, and maybe the time you commit to it is, is is different, but you need to plan for the whole thing. Um, so I appreciate that. So, so, topic two that we'll discuss um, in the next release. So, we're recording these one day apart. Uh, however, the listeners will hear it a week apart mm-hmm. um, is going to be um, the basics, right? So, I think it's SEO basics. Um, let me think here. No, it is the basics and it'll cover search en- search engine optimization yeah. basics, uh, some website basics, mm-hmm. um, content marketing basics, engage social media, um, and, and some CRM basics. So we'll be talking at them at a high level.
1: Yeah. Very high level, but just enough level. to give them a clue and a f-
0: yes. some high level, Yep. things
1: to think about as are you know, for each of these areas, for sure. Make sure you don't, the basics that so you don't miss right? anything super important.
0: Right. So, so we've, we've, today we talked about the issues. We'll talk about the basics mm-hmm. and then I'll introduce the third one in the second episode, but um, yeah, you'll, you'll definitely want to tune in to to next week's episode as well if you're listening um, and we'll also include any other, I think you guys have some um actual like blogs that that people can read on some of this as well their presentations Mm -hmm. is that right Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. absolutely we'll Mm -hmm. include links there but um krista hang on for one second okay Uh, i'm gonna stop the recording i really appreciate your time um again this is a very new area to me and i'm sure it's a new area for a lot of founders of med tech companies as most of the times they are are engineers scientists Mm -hmm. and and um, while it is a stereotype, generally speaking, we do not care about marketing. <laughs> so well, I'm glad to really come and share it.
1: some insights. And thank you so much for having me on your, on your um, podcast.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. If you need anything from the podcast, you can always contact us at info at Thanks for listening and have a great day.